This is the WatchPost podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, good morning and welcome back to the WatchPost podcast. My name is Mel Black. Today, I want to talk about some of the ways we fail to worship God rightly. I think a lot of times when we we start out as Christians or even as we go on in our faith, um, we fail to realize that the way we approach God, the way we worship God, even the way we offer sacrifices of praise and even obedience, we have to be careful to understand that we have to do these things exactly how God directs us. And if we're not careful, we actually are displeasing to God, even in what we think is our worship and service of him. Going firstly to Deuteronomy 12, um, the Lord is talking to Israel about when they come into the promised land, that they are to tear down all the false worship in the land. They are to tear down all the idols. They are to destroy all the altars. They're, they're to wipe out all false worship from the land. And he says in verse four, you shall not worship the Lord your God in that way. He's speaking to even in worshiping the Lord, not even just these false gods gods, but worshiping the Lord, that they are not to worship the Lord in that way. But instead in verse five, he says, you shall seek the place that the Lord, your God will choose out of all the tribes to put his name and make his habitation there. There you shall go. He's specifically warning the people of Israel away from um, making altars wherever they please and, and burning offerings even to the Lord in any high place or under any tree. This is the way that um, people worshipped idols at this time. They just made altars basically wherever. And the Lord is warning them away from that. In verse 8, he says, You shall not do according to all that we are doing here today, everyone doing whatever is right in his own eyes. This is still speaking to um, where they have yet to come into the land and, and the people of Israel are not walking in the, in the full measure of the worship of God. They are still waiting for the promised land and in the promised land, they will go in and they will set up um, God's tabernacle and they will settle in one place for where his worship will be. And this illustrates to us that we are not to just worship God however we wish. We have um, a way that we are meant to seek God, a way that we are meant to serve God. And instead, we often fall into the error of seeking to worship even God, however we think best and however we please. In verse 13, it says, take care that you do not offer burnt offerings at any place that you see. Again, this is God warning the people away from offering up um, their offerings at any high place that they choose rather than going um, to the chosen altar of God and offering their, their sacrifices there. Another example of this is Uzziah. If we look at 2 Chronicles 26, it says in verse 16, But when he was strong, he grew proud to his destruction, for he was unfaithful to the Lord his God and entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. But Azariah the priest went in after him with 80 priests of the Lord who were men of valor, and they withstood King Uzziah and said to him, It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn offerings. Go out of the sanctuary, for you have done wrong, and it will bring you no honor from the Lord God. 
Um, Both of these things are meant to illustrate to us how we seek to serve even God contrary to what he settles um, for us to walk in, how we are meant to approach him. This is very important for us to understand because there's a lot that goes on today where we seek to serve God however we please, and yet we expect God to just approve of it, to just be pleased of it. I think this is very true um, with a lot of the vague spirituality, the vague emotionalism that's going around so constantly within the church. And it's not centered upon obedience to Christ, obedience to the word of God, um, a life lived denying ourselves, denying what we even want to serve Jesus, to serve his gospel. You could say we give our offerings, but not where God commands us to. And this is where we are going wrong so often. We need to see that obeying God is the very path to a a spiritual life, a, a holy life that is pleasing to God. There is so much today in the church of, of spirituality where, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to climb up the ladder, you know, where the angels descended and we're trying to rise up to God and emotionalism and people are just I think burnt out, exhausted because they don't understand that this is not the way you seek God. The way you seek God is through his word. It's, it's keeping his word, abiding in his word, walking in obedience, walking in prayer. Um, it's, it's disciplining ourselves to deny ourselves to serve him. It is this dying that is life. It is this pressing into the holiness of God that gives us life. There's a lot of weakness in the church because we are living so much after emotionalism and people are living after this because they're trying to pursue God in a way. They're trying to seek him and they don't understand that what's important is, is understanding not just to seek God, but understanding how we are meant to seek God and understanding that how is just as important as seeking him. Let's look at John 12, verse 24. It says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it. And whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. This is the way we are meant to seek Christ, to serve Christ. We are meant to follow him in denying ourselves, in dying um, to our will, um, that we might live for his will. And it's putting this off. This is putting this off that keeps us from dying. It keeps us from having the fruit that we want. Obedience is the center of knowing God. Keeping his commandments is at the center. It's the center of even serving him. It is denying ourselves. In 1 John 3.22, it says, And whatever we ask, we receive from him because 
we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. We are instructed by God to seek out his will, to truly seek what is God's will and to obey that. And this is where we fail so often. We seek our own ideas about what it means to serve God rather than God's ideas of what it means to serve, worship, and seek him. Most of us know this verse, John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. See, obedience to Jesus, his commandments is actually the ways that we love him, the way that we come to know him. It's keeping his word. In Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We We are to seek out God's will. We are to seek out what this looks like. And we are to find the answers to this in his word and keeping his word. This is how we love God. This is how we worship God. By this obedience, by the sacrifice um, of ourselves to God, to live for God, to live for what is pleasing in his sight. This is the the worship that is so often missing from the church. It is this living sacrifice that we are meant to be. And yet we do everything basically to put that off when that is the very essence of power to live a righteous life, to live a life of worship and service to God. Reuben A. Torrey told this story in How to Pray um, about this woman who uh, was was had walked away from God, and he asked her why, and she said it was because God didn't answer her prayers. And he asked her, you know, looking at 1 John 3.22, you know, did you keep God's commandments? And and she came, she kind of came to the, the head of this, this conversation and had to admit she hadn't obeyed God's commandments. And see, I think that's so much of what goes on for us today is we think that God fails us. We think that God is is not uh, looking after us, but we fail to realize just how um, selfish we are, how wrong we are, because we continue to insist upon our will, which is exactly what God forbids us to do. We, we insist upon our will. We insist that God gives us what we want. We insist that we get our way, um, failing to realize that the very things we even want are corrupt and therefore God will never give them to us. But God will give to his children who seek him, who honestly seek to obey him, how he commands um, to be obeyed, how he commands to be worshipped and how he commands to be served. And this is the issue. We say, Lord, I'm serving you. Lord, I'm worshiping you. I'm seeking you. Why are you not pleased with my offering? Why are you not pleased when I offer incense before your altar? And God said, you don't listen to me. You don't honor what I tell you. You don't stop where I tell you to stop and go where I tell you to go. And yet we we continue to say, like this woman, God doesn't answer our prayers. Here I am just living as this, you know, this sacrifice. I'm just pouring myself out for God and everyone else. And yet we fail to come 
come to the head of realizing how sinful we actually are, because even in our service, we are doing our will. We are disobeying God rather than obeying God how he commands. We have such a great need of looking closely at our worship and seeing if it's built within what God calls us to. We need to see if we are living after right doctrine, not just in experience, if we're living to keep the whole of God's word, and if we are walking in obedience to it, this is the measure that we need to apply ourselves. Um, This is what we need to use to look at our lives, to see um, where we might be going wrong and seeing if we're truly offering um, the sacrifices of our praise and our worship on the right altar because there is one altar of true worship and we're either offering all of our efforts all of our sacrifices um, on the right altar or the wrong one Um, and we cannot expect God to be pleased when we do not obey him regardless of how much we are we're trying to love him and and glorify him and serve him it has to be on the right altar So um, we will continue this conversation in the next episode, and I hope to see you all there. Take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.